Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hello. Good evening. There we go. You all sound thrilled that football is back. <laughs> <laughs> You've been witness to some great championship and League 1 and League 2 football today. Scotland's back and Celtic have wrapped up the league already with a 4-1 win. No need to talk about that. And the Community Shield happened and there was a red card, there was a couple of goals and there was some new, well not new, but penalties in a new format. Let's start there, shall we? Let's start with Arsenal and Chelsea. Chelsea took the lead uh, right after half-time, Victor Moses. Um, before Pedro was sent off for a, a deserved red card, I think. Stubbed down the back of the ankle. Before, I'm going to butcher this name, Kolasinic equalised for Arsenal before we saw the new penalty system. Adam, you watched the second half and I'm assuming the new penalties. Yeah. Was it good? The second half? No. <laughs> you saw two goals. When is the charity shield ever good? Exactly. <laughs> Point one eight on. I think you're allowed to make five substitutes. Well, immediately it's a shambles. That's not football, is it? No, yeah, that's not made Also, four. Also, Pedro got a red card. He's not even suspended for next week. <laughs> is he suspended for next year's charity show? <laughs> Who knows? Maybe. Three. It's a straight red card. That's like when Mourinho goes back to Spain, he's banned for the next Supercup. <laughs> <laughs> We're not forgetting, Jose. <laughs> <laughs> 15 <laughs> years' time. Yeah. <laughs> He's still not coming in. So, was it a de- was the goals decent at least? Or didn't, I didn't see any of this game. Uh, no. Not really. Honestly, it was. nothing about it was decent. Fair enough. Um, Chelsea's kit's quite uh, nice. Yeah. Just all but blue. The, but then the same problem with that is all the night kits are the same again. Yes, they are. They're just that's one solid block of colour, aren't they? Which I'm a big fan of, but it, they just don't do any. They design one kit and then apply it to every team they do. Yeah. I mean, uh, designing kits for Nike is the easiest job. <laughs> you wear red, you wear blue, you wear green. Yeah. <laughs> you, get to do, you get to do about... You, you can claim you do 50. Yeah. But you only do one. <laughs> 50 times. And then get in paint and just also fill colours. Um, <laughs> we saw a, a couple of new sign-ins. We saw Lacazette for a, just over an hour. Did he look, uh, did he look all right? Um, I think I missed his most exciting parts because the bits in the first half that, that I didn't see... Yeah. Were the bits that they were raving about at half time. Um he hit the post, um what looked like quite a, he, he ran away almost like he was he thought he'd scored already. So right. they they were raving about him and saying he looks good, but then from the remaining bit of it I was not too impressed. <laughs> Fair enough. Colin, you're expecting big things from Lacazette, aren't you, this season? Yeah, I mean I, I think it's brilliant that he's come to the Premier League. The and I've, uh, I think he'll do well. The only thing is that I always think that when a player who's never played in the Premier League before, especially a striker, yeah. comes over, they need a sort of a season to adjust. Um, I'm thinking the likes of Didier Drogba. Mm-hmm. 
you know, not so hot the first season, but the second season he was on fire. Um, maybe he'll be okay, but uh, yeah, I, I, I like the look of him a lot. Yeah, Greg, what do you think? Forty-six and a half million. Arsenal needed to spend some money on a striker. Do you think they've got the the right one? Uh, when you look at some of the inflated prices going around the transfer market at the at the moment, you yeah. probably say that's value for money. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he's, he's scored goals in France. You know, it's not the most difficult league scoring. But when you look at some of the other inflated prices, they've got a good deal there, and I think he'll get twenty easy. Um, and when you have Giroud coming off the bench. We're not sure whether Sanchez will be there. Uh, come we're not, sh- we're not sure whether Giroud's going to be there, are we? Um, no, well, but it depends on... They can't and, get rid of both, can they? Surely. And doesn't, doesn't Giroud already score them 20 goals? So what have they really bought? <laughs> well, now they've got 40 goals. <laughs> yeah, that's how it works. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's another option, isn't it? You'd expect one of, or maybe both of Giroud and Sanchez to go. Yeah. In which case, you're thinking they've got to bring in another man, but you know, they've finally got that proven out-and-out goal scorer that they've been waiting for. Yeah, that's fair. Tom, on Chelsea, um, Costa wasn't involved at all today. They started with Batshuayi, but Murata came off for 15 minutes to go. Do you think that's um, obviously Murata's job, isn't it? Do you think Batshuayi can put any sort of fight with him this season for that job? Well, he's still young and they both are. Mm. I think, is Costa definitely going? Yes. Him and Costa have had a bit of a falling out, haven't they? Because they're both of those, both of those strikers are a downgrade from Costa, aren't they? To be perfectly honest, none of them are going to bully defences like Costa did. No, true. They're going to have to play differently, certainly. I saw um, uh, Morata described as the Spanish Shane Long. <laughs> <laughs> today. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, Shane Long scores goals. Yeah. True. Well, yeah, and he runs around a lot. <laughs> he does a lot yeah. of running. Yeah. <laughs> um, you, you always feel like um, that. Diego Costa sort of is so um, he takes over the game so much because I think like the um, sort of the myth of trying to wind him up mm. is almost like it's almost like they're playing against two opponents. Yeah, that they're, they're actually they're playing Diego Costa the footballer and Diego Costa the maniac. <laughs> yeah, true. And if he doesn't become the maniac, you you kind of you, you've not. You, you he's, always the, he's always the maniac. <laughs> Just got to let it out sometimes. So, how did the new the new penalty system, Adam? You're, you're a fan, aren't you, of the uh, ABBA system? Well, I just think that it's it's not that difficult, and people get so confused by it. Did it make it any more interesting? Uh, no, because Chelsea missed two penalties in a row. When you do that in any penalty <laughs> shootout, you're gonna you're gonna lose. Yeah, I don't know why people are so confu- so so st- stuck in the mud about it. You have five penalties, it's just. Yeah. Whoever scores the most of them wins. I think that hasn't changed. No, the rules are still the rules. But I don't see why it needed to change in the first place. Because it was proven that the fir- the team that went first had a huge statistical advantage. Well, that's, well, that's just standard. the second team being mentally weak, isn't it? <laughs> well, but it applies to every team. Well, don't miss penalties then. <laughs> or, don't, or don't play for penalties. Yeah, Try and do it in extra time. Well, no, but, th- but that's bollocks because the team that played for penalties might play for penalties, wing the coin toss and go first. Mm. Well, that would make me think then that it's not such a biggie after all if, you know, teams are playing for it. I mean, I, I'm sort of on the side with Tom here. I mean, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. it just sounds But it was like broke. It's... it's literally broke. <laughs> it's not broke. We've had it for years. Yeah, we had loads of things for years. Loads of them are broken. 
We had racism know, but... for years, and that was... <laughs> <laughs> the, the thing is, I just. Well, where Colin is, I, they haven't got rid of that yet. <laughs> there goes our northern listeners. <laughs> exactly, yeah. But all, all I'd say, though, is that I, I think I can understand that maybe there is an argument for it, but my only concern is that maybe this is like the toe in the water for changing things. So is it going to be the start of, oh, well, the ABBA system worked? So can we now have. Sin bins, you know, an orange card, things what like that. What things? Um, well, it used to be you used to have to pass the ball back to the goalkeeper all the time. As, as long as we're changing things for the better, the more, well, more entertainment. Think, no, but, so let, let's see if this is for the better. Then it's only a trial. True. You've, 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 you're killing it before it's even started. I just think there's a bit of Sean Harveyness about it, <laughs> and, and anyone who's an EFL fan will know what that means. You know, it's um, my job. This is way above his pay grade. <laughs> well, true, true. Um, but you know, anything that involves Sean Harvey normally involves voodoo. <laughs> According to the BBC, so, uh, Morata and Conte will take solace from the fact that the last team to win the title after winning the Community Shield were Manchester United back in 2010. There you go. I'm sure they'll sleep soundly tonight knowing that <laughs> they can still win the league this year. I'm sure they, I'm sure they won't know that fact at any point. <laughs> or give a shit about it if they get told it. No. <laughs> oh, lucky Arsenal, you're not winning the league. That's what I've got from that. Anyway. I mean, if you let your goalkeeper take the second penalty, how seriously are you taking it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair point. Um, should we do some... A bit of talk about the Premier League then before we move on to the Football League. Um, one thing I want to ask all of you, can you see any team breaking up the top the top four? Can you see Everton especially? Well, who's the top four? Yeah, who's your top yeah, four? Yeah, what's your top four? I'm, I'm going to stick with the established ones, um, but the recently established ones, so Man City, Man United, no, Man City, Arsenal, Chelsea and Spurs. You've got to look at Man United, surely. Yeah, Man United. Yeah. The way they've spent. I'd put Everton above Manchester United. That's such a Colin claim. <laughs> no, well, hear me out on this. The, the thing that's always been the Achilles heels for Premier League teams is, is playing the Champions League or the Europa League. Um, Liverpool are in that boat now, aren't they? Yeah. Um, Manchester United aren't. Am I right in thinking that? No, Man United are in the Champions League. Yeah, they won the Europa League, didn't they? And before you All carry right, this well, on, Everton are in the Europa League. Well, you can easily get knocked out of that. No, don't worry about that. One. <laughs> um, well, Man United tried it and they end up winning it. <laughs> <laughs> so who out of the top ones aren't in it then? None of them. Arsenal. No, Arsenal, Arsenal in the Europa League. No, I mean Arsenal won't be in the top four this season. Oh, right. Okay. Even with Tottenham... Do you think Tottenham are going to fall out because well? they haven't strengthened at all? I think Tottenham are going to fall down. I think Tottenham are going to fall down, but I don't think they'll fall out. I think they'll be. I think they'll be fourth. So I think they're going to struggle with Wembley. Yes, that's. I don't yeah. think I, their, their pressing game will suit the pitch dimensions. They've got rid of Walker, and Kieran Trippier's injured now as well, isn't he? <laughs> Lovely. They haven't got a right back. <laughs> Sorry, just on this on, on this thing about the pitch dimensions, though, but. Uh, I just don't buy this because the pitch dimensions 
are the same for, for every pitch now. I know that White Hart Lane wasn't because the stadium was too small, but Tottenham played half of their games away last season. They were all on a pitch the size of Wembley is. Wembley Isn't Wembley yeah, so, a bit bigger? No, they all have to be the same size. Uh, what, said, I've, has I've that changed them. then? Yeah. So that didn't used to be the case because I remember that... Uh, I mean, hey, we're going back to the greats here. But Dennis Wise tried to get the pitch at Ellen Road shortened. And he and he wasn't allowed to. But it was bigger than other teams in the third division. Right. Well, football managing that you pick your own pitch size. Yeah. I think still? Thinks, yeah, you still get to do that at the start of each season. It's not a massive thing. It's maybe five, ten yards. Um, either like width, on, width and length. But that probably can make a difference, but Tottenham need to get over, like Chris said, that's, but that Wembley hoodoo that they've got, they just... They don't like winning at Wembley, do they? No. <laughs> Which is a problem when it's a national stadium and cup finals out there. Well, I and wouldn't, it's I've now your home them, ground for a year. Yeah. I watched them play uh, Ghent there. Yeah. And they couldn't beat them. That's a worry. Who were, they were seventh in the Belgian. Mm. Uh, right, so just, just to clarify, because I just found the... Um, the, the Premier League rules, rule K.21, unless otherwise permitted by the board in league matches, the length of the pitch shall be 105 metres in length and 68 metres in breadth. Mm, OK. Changes coming for FM18 then. That was in 2012. Good old K21. <laughs> <laughs> no. The famous rule. So we can't really see anyone massively dropping out, but Man United could be the ones that you think... Could be the ones to jump in there, apart from. Conor well, I don't think I. I wouldn't put Arsenal on top for this season. No. Especially if if they end up losing Sanchez. Hmm. Yeah, Ozil doesn't turn up half the games, does he? And Lacazette might be a good goal scorer, but if he's not going to get any service, he's not going to score, is he? Danny Welbeck, though. I also I'm also going to continue this argument that I'm not convinced that he's that big an upgrade on Giroud. Well, he's the only other av- good available French striker, and you know he had to buy a French player. So. <laughs> it's, it's a tricky one. What about the bottom? The, the, I think there's one team that we've all firmly field. established. There we go. <laughs> we've, <said> <laughs> <laughs> we've all done, I should say, we've all done predictions, everyone on the Man of the Post, including the Extra Time guys, that we're not going to really go into, but will be announced at the end of the season. I can say that everyone I'd has say, to go down. I'd say they're looking forward to the parachute payments in 2018 19. <laughs> It really annoys me when teams don't try. Yeah, like Burnley the other time they came up. It makes me hope. Money. It makes me want them to be emba- get embarrassed. You I want them want to get absolutely hammered. Anyway. Yeah, I know. You I, <laughs> I, I mean, I, I made a, a bit of a joke about Huddersfield Town on our private chat that we have. Yeah. But if you're going to give anything to Huddersfield, and it, and it is a clutching at straws, perhaps, is that they weren't expected to to get promoted out of the championship. So maybe they have got something about them. Do you know what I mean? The sort of lesser camaraderie. And I'm not entirely sure they do. But So they're going to win the league, is that what you're saying? Didn't the last no, I'm not, team no got... I'm not saying that. But they could... No, they're going to finish second to Everton. <laughs> the last time the team came up, though, that weren't supposed to go up at that time with Derby, and they famously finished bottom by a long way because they weren't prepared for it. And Huddersfield haven't really strengthened. They've just bought players that they had last season. They've just signed their loan players who did well in the championship. They've got Tom Ince. Mm. 
<laughs> I don't know if that's, that's, that's positive or <laughs> negative, but it, it, do you know what I mean? Sometimes um, if, if a team is like, well, it, well, the, you know, the cast off already. Yeah. Maybe they're like, you know, they're gonna have a little bit of something about them. I don't know. Hey, they might be like ultra defensive. Well, they've got a very and... established way of playing. Haven't they? they they close down constantly. They play that Liverpool system, but with much lesser players. Yeah. And they're going to be against better players who won't give the ball away as much. Yeah, exactly. Um, can you see any other surprises going down this season? Well, it depends what you class as a surprise, really. Well, I've, I've, in my bottom three, obviously, Huddersfield, and I've got Palace going down as well. Even with the you new can, manager, I think, I think they could I be I think you can make a case for anyone who finished eighth downwards last <laughs> season to be sucked into it. Because <laughs> the chasm that was between... Eighth and Everton was so large yeah. that none, none of those teams were much good. None of them tore any trees up or impressed too much. And, you know, a lot of them haven't strengthened too much. Well, with the money spent by the big teams, that gap's not going to get any smaller. Exactly. There's a couple. I think Watford might be okay. I might come to rue that statement. Come, mate. <laughs> I, think New, I think Newcastle will be okay. Um, I think Newcastle. I, okay. but I disagree make, on that. You can make a case that anyone from eighth down last season could get sucked in and could go down. You disagree with what, Colin? Newcastle. Yeah, you think they, they're done? They they always seem to go under the radar and everybody seems to think they're actually better than they are. But at the end of the day, they're, they're a championship side that got promoted. You know, we were poo-pooing Huddersfield and fair enough, Newcastle were much a better team. But are they a Premier League team yet? And there's but always I'm... opportunities. But at least uh, the difference between them and the other promoted teams is that you know their manager can hack it in the Premier League. And they've got players with Premier League experience. Because they just did what they did last time, which was somehow managed to keep everyone that they wanted. Yeah, I mean, they, they, they might well be fine. I just think that, you know, if, if you're having a sneaky bet on someone, you know, as we said, one of the big teams, a shock... You know, going down. I, I don't think it's actually a shock if Newcastle did. I, th- I think we still have this sort of mentality that you know of the old Kevin Keegan era. Do you know what I mean when he was in charge? And I, I don't think they're as big a fish as they used to be. I think. I think. I think Leicester could still be could be in trouble again. Yeah, I'd, I'd also throw straight Stoke in there. They haven't. They've signed Darren Fletcher on a free transfer, and that's it. They lost Anatovic. Yeah, he was. A big I don't think losing Anatovic is that big a deal. Arnautovic is a player who plays fantastic three games a season. They did good business on him. They made yeah, 20 million. Was it, they sell, sell him for nearly £30 million. Pound. Yeah, they sort of bought him for two and a half years back. So they've done good business, but they've not reinvested. This is a problem. The only yeah, what about Brighton? They've just come up. But, well. Stoke, but Stoke and all of these teams from, like, from eighth down, as Greg says, which is part of the reason they're in this position, mm. is... That they'll love to do loads of their business in three weeks' time. Yeah, exactly. They're all going mad and spend twenty million a piece on. Um, yeah, there'll be loads of activity on the last day of the season, buying each other's players. Mm. Pe- people are coming from Belgium and <laughs> places we've never heard of, and that, that's going to. Never heard of Belgium. I've never heard of Belgium. <laughs> Don't believe in it. Think it's fake. <laughs> think it's made up. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, this is the last week of the window, especially. There'll be a lot of money spent on just players that 
aren't going to make too much difference. I think West Ham have done, they've had a, a nice window. Getting an outfit, so they spent a lot of money on him, but. Yeah, West Ham just. First good window in years. Yeah, Hernandez West, for West, 16 million pounds is amazing business. They now just want to get rid of the players they've got on their books. That they, they, they're primed to sell all these players to the rest of them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they're going to get a lot of money back. Double letter on a free is a decent deal as well. Snodgrass is there. They were, they're, just, they're just writing the tag on Snodgrass. Yeah, they signed him in January, already up for sale. Mm. <laughs> but, no, but back to my, I want to hammer Leicester. Okay. Um, like, the, their players that are any good seem to be wanting a way. Um, Mares has been linked to Roma every day. Yeah. It, uh, isn't didn't um, Murray Gray come out? She's trying to force a move away. Yeah. I still don't believe in Jamie Vardy as being any good. They've been signed and, two players of worth as well. And does anyone? And are we really convinced that Craig Shakespeare is actually all that? No, no, not at all. He's the. I think he's the favourite for the first manager to be sacked, and that's for a reason. That it, last season, fair enough, he g'd them up for a, a, a small run of the, to the end of the season, but have did he though? Well, the players just wanted Ranieri to go and then they started playing yeah true yeah <laughs> wouldn't say that carry on yeah maybe that can't carry on for too long but uh, any other kind of wild predictions that you want to make about the Premier League before we move on to the Football League anything anything um, any crazy predictions I, I think January transfer window could be interesting yeah, because I think we could see. I mean, obviously, obviously, all the news is about Neymar, isn't it? You know, and I don't, I don't think it's as shocking as everybody says. I mean, you, you know, compare it to how much Man City has spent in the summer. But someone could go, you know, hell for leather in January, I think. Mm. And it could be, it could go crackers. What, like who? Like West Brom. You don't, you don't <laughs> yeah. see many, <laughs> many, many transfers in January, though, do you? Well, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, it, what happens if you're an established club? Let, let's say like a Manchester United just struggling down in sixth or seventh. Mourinho's under pressure or something. You know, they could splash a cash or, or someone could steal someone from someone else. And I don't know. I just think the opportunities... I think I think the, the, the door's open now for silly transfers. And we haven't seen one really crazy, I guess. You could argue Carl Walker, but... January could be the time where we see a really massive one. Yeah, there's Just nothing in the Premier League that was at the level of Pogba last season. Is there? That was the the big transfer no. story, and the Carl Walker stuff, as ludicrous as that fee is, it's yet. It's not. Yeah, well, yeah, that hasn't happened same. yet. Yeah, exactly. It's coming. There's still. Uh, I'm just saying three these. Three weeks. Like, there's lots of there's lots of moving parts. Well, as always, when you have transfer windows, there's all these moving parts. Mm. Where one, they, where you, the dominoes need to all fall, and there's all this talk of Mbappe and him going to Real Madrid, and the stories of them wanting rid of um, one of them, the the um, the existing trio. So, like the, these stories of Bale to Manchester United aren't going away. No, no. And have been there That'd for years. That'd be a massive transfer, that wouldn't it? Do you think they recoup what they paid as a as a baseline? I thought that it would maybe go up, but there was a rumour the other day where the, the price I was quoting was £90 million. That seems like good business for Manu, really. Yeah. It's, also, it's also believed in a lot of places that the Coutinho to Barcelona deal might be finalised in the next few days. Yeah. 
If that happens, so, Liverpool are going to have to scramble. Oh, I think Liverpool. I think Liverpool are in, in trouble, but trouble means still finishing seventh. They spent so long fucking around but, trying to get Naby Keita, and that fell through. That they've not really got a, a backup plan. It seems. They haven't, yeah. and I think they, they're sitting there wanting Virgil van Dijk, and I think Southampton would rather cut their own face off than settle to them. Yep, fair enough. I agree with what the Saints have done on this. We've got an asking price: meet it or go away. Well, more than more, but after the whole thing beforehand, where they reported them for yeah for um, tapping up, tap, for tapping him up, yeah. Mm. And, and and it's not like Southampton. Sure, you go and destabilize Van Dijk, and he wants out. They'll have plenty of suitors. Chelsea are supposedly interested. Um, I don't know whether he, I suppose Manchester United are unlikely. There's long held been a, a belief on um, Everton Twitter that we could resign Van Dyke, which I find very unlikely. But the money you've spent this year is not kind of it's not out of the question that you can just go and throw what sixty odd million pounds at him and just steal him from Everton. And for, well, yeah, but I just it's just like it just Liverpool aren't the only taxi at the at the rank. <laughs> No, uh, so. I, just on the Premier League before we leave it I mean only one of us unfortunately supports Premier League team <laughs> that's Adam with Everton and I just want to get a couple of things from you Adam if that's alright one what's your thoughts on the transfers you've done uh, the brilliant and right and two plus Wayne Rooney <laughs> <laughs> well yeah and also what do you think it means for the club? Do you think you've broke that glass ceiling? Which is um, from being the top of the middle, if you see what I mean. Can you get into play with the big boys now? I, I think that uh, Koeman still wants three more players. And I think that we could possibly compete if we have the, if those three players are the right players. Sigurdsson being one. Yeah, Giroud being the other. Yeah. I've seen reports that um, if they don't get Giroud, they're going to go for Welbeck instead. So they want and a then, striker. And then a centre-half. I'm not completely convinced Everton's transfers have been as fantastic as everyone's making out. Michael Keane is he all that, Michael Keane? One good season for Burnley. Pickford, one good season for Sunderland where he had to make a save every two minutes because they're <laughs> such a bad team. He's obviously... but isn't that better than a goalkeeper who doesn't make any saves? <laughs> yeah, but... <laughs> I, I get is, the feeling is he, that, is he that good though? I, I get the feeling maybe they were maybe maybe they were quite expensive, but if Everton hadn't tapped them up, another Premier League team would have done. Well, so the rumours were that Manchester there. United were interested in Michael Keane. Hmm. Yeah, but he no, came to Everton because we because would buy back for an outrageous fee. He came to Everton because we he'll play. Hmm. Hadn't he already been released by Man United about three years ago? Yeah. Pogba, Pogba Te- teams buy players back, Tom. <laughs> and what's happening yeah. with Ross Barkley, by the way? Um, he will join Tottenham eventually. <laughs> On the last day of the window, when Tottenham finally spends some money. Yeah, when um, well, the problem, the Tottenham's problem is that they, they um, all their players are massively underpaid. Yes. And Ross Barkley wants a lot of money. <laughs> a lot of money. Yeah. So they're not going to. Ross Barkley wants to be paid more than Harry Kane. But that's actually Tottenham's problem because Harry Kane is like massively underpaid. He's going to either really upset the apple cart or get a lot of people really well paid at Tottenham. Yeah. One of two ways, isn't it? You are listening to Man on the Post podcast. Why not check out our website over at manonthepost.com? 
You can also follow us on Twitter at Man on the Post, and most importantly, please head over to iTunes to rate and review us. Thanks for listening. Now back to the show. Let's move on to the football league then. Um, Sunderland look as good as last season, don't they? Did anyone watch the Friday night game? No one watched that game. No. <laughs> <laughs> No, I wanted to see Lewis Graben and James Vaughan play football. <laughs> what a partnership that is. Uh, yeah, uh, Aidan McGeady, Lee Catamol. Uh, they've got two lads from Everton on loan, Brownie and Galloway. That team <clears> is not cut out to make any sort of challenge at the top of this league. and They're, they're going to do a Villa, aren't they? Did, Garen, did um, Darren Gibson do the team talk? <laughs> <laughs> on the bench, unfortunately, for him this week. Uh, I, I don't know the story behind this. What What is it that actually Darren Gibson did or said? He doesn't like his teammates very much. He said they're shit and he's sick of being shit. <laughs> All right, well, that's he's, he's, such a, then, yeah. he's such a world beater, Darren Gibson. That's <laughs> almost verbatim. <laughs> but they're, they're, yeah, what Tom said, hoping for a villa, that's, the, that's the, the peak of what they can achieve this season, I think. That's going to be a fantastic year if they get a comfortable mid-table position. Uh, Derby look like last season's Derby, really. They've, they haven't really strengthened. So they're going to pretend they? like they're going to pretend they're going to get relegated and then <laughs> decide it's not for them at the very end. <laughs> They've got. Chris you never Martin know with Derby, do you? Every every season, people say they should be up there, and they always seem to be. I think you. I think you always know with Derby that they're not going to be up there. <laughs> yeah, well, they they are always up there. That's the problem. Yeah. They're always up there. <laughs> Until about March. Eight, yeah. 8th eight, to 12th this season for Derby, I think, somewhere around there. Gary Rowett <clears throat> is good, though, isn't he? Yes. And him in charge. I fancy them to maybe be dark horse in the championship. Yeah. And I, if they can get Vidra scoring mm. and fit, you'd see what he did for Watford in the championship. Yeah, he tore it apart then. And Tom Huddleston's there now. Oh, cool. Bit of pace in the middle. But they've lost Will Hughes. <laughs> they've lost Hughes and Ince, who were. Two of their more creative players, so um, I think you might maybe see a bit more money being spent at Pride Park. Yeah. Before the window closes. Let's go through some teams that were in and around the playoffs last season. In Fulham, they finished uh, in the playoffs last year. They cost people a lot of money this weekend. Save Sky bets blushes, but uh, they drew one all with Norwich City. Uh, a Russell Knight own goal gave them a lead before uh, Nelson Oliveira came off the bench and did you see his protest to the manager after <laughs> yeah. scored? lovely mm-hmm. big fan of that <laughs> yeah I, well, don't put him I in the squad next week that'll show him yeah that's what I think was probably going to happen <laughs> I rate Fulham they were, they were a good team you know we saw them a lot Ross didn't we yeah and um, they, they give Leeds a good old uh, a good game they you know what I mean and, and Sessegnon they give them both new deals which is massive I, I've got Fulham up there this season, I I think they could win it or at least be in contention yeah. for automatic promotion. Uh, Norwich, what do you think to them? I think they're going for a different route. They're going for the uh, untested, but highly thought of foreign coach route. Um, looking at the stats of the game, they're all over Fulham for the second half. They just couldn't find the uh, the winning goal. But... but they're still playing Cameron Jerome up front. What do you expect? Yeah, true. They started with him as well. That's I mean that's probably why Oliveira is so pissed off. I'd be pissed off. I'd be pissed off if I wasn't starting over Cameron Jerome if I played for Norwich. <laughs> uh, Sheffield Wednesday were in the playoffs last season and they hilariously lost one 0 to Preston on the opening day. They're they're fairly terrible. They've got an awful away kit this year as well. If anyone's seen that, so Colin, what do you think to Wednesday's chances this year? I'm famously a big fan of Sheffield Wednesday and all Sheffield Wednesday fans. 
no, no, I'm 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 not anti Sheffield Wednesday. I mean, I, I I hope all Yorkshire teams prosper, but um, I I would. Didn't we just talk about Huddersfield? <laughs> <laughs> but I would um, I'd probably put good money on now that um, Carlos Cavallo will not be the manager of uh, Sheffield Wednesday at the end of the season. No, there was talk that he was under pressure last season when they were in the playoffs. Mm. Not really strengthened. I, he bought George Boyd. But that's uh, not much to talk, shout about in 2017. I don't know if they've run out of money or, or, or interest from the owners or whatever. Um, yeah. They're owned by the tuna fish man, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. And um, I don't know. It just seems like it's gone a little bit quiet for uh, Chef Wednesday. There was a, a whole load of optimism about them and then now it's sort of like petered out. Mm. This year, um, I don't know. It, it, it's one of those things, isn't it? How many cracks do you have at the, like you know getting to the playoffs and yeah, three years in a row they've made the playoffs and lost. Yeah, the and then not doing it. Do you know what I mean? It's it's disheartening. But um, I think it'll be there or thereabouts. But I, I, I wouldn't be putting my house on it. Reading finishing the playoffs last season somehow. Uh, they lost <laughs> exactly. They lost two notes QPR on the opening day. Two goals from Connor Washington and a red card for uh, Thiago Alora, the Reading centre back. It was last season. Pass, 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 pass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do they play the football that will get them out of the championship? No, they play very safe, very um, unadventurous football. Do you think last season was a complete anomaly? Well, I mean, they've got Yapstam. I mean. The, the, the verdict's out on him. I mean, fair enough, this is well the way they were playing, but I wouldn't want to be a Reading fan paying money for that. <laughs> no, it's a lot of fun. Is it very, is it very much what Arsene Wenger used to call the sterile domination? It's just... Um, do you remember the, like, the telethons where people would ring up all the time and it's, it's £5 for a charity or whatever? Basically, that's the pass the passathon. <laughs> that's what they do. It's just pass, 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 pass. So... You know, they'll have a lot of possession and not do anything with Lots of defensive-minded players as well. Yeah, just pass back, pass back. Don't When you can pass forward, why do that when you can pass backwards? <laughs> it's, 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 that's the Reading style, from what I know. You keep the ball unless you do lose because you lost the ball and QPR scored two. Um, Middlesbrough got relegated. They've got a new manager. He's loved by Leeds fans um, for his uh, defection. Mm-hmm. They started well. They lost to Wolves, who have... Spent ridiculous money on players I never thought would end up in the championship this season. Um, Wolves are, could be the best team in the league. They could also just this could implode and be awful for them this year. They does, does, well. does this ever go right? I don't ever feel it ever goes right. This has a, a Mascarano Tevez feel about it. Yeah. It? <laughs> um, and didn't that side get relegated? <laughs> yes, they did. No, they didn't. Tevez had no, them up on the last day of the season. Oh, he did, yeah. Did, he don't, did, yeah. Don't, don't talk to Neil Warnock about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, famously, yeah. Um, yeah, it, there's something slightly suspicious going on at Wolves, but if it all works out for them, then it, 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 it could be brilliant. It, it's, is it kind of like what Watford did, getting these players in from a, a parent club as such, but they just got a, like a, a parent agent in this case? Well, Watford didn't have to pay for any of them, though, did they? <laughs> True. No, um, Middlesbrough though they're, they're the favourites to go up this season they spent a lot of money on strikers and not much else by the sounds of it um, well a Samba, you can never rely on a Samba longer to make it through a season can you no, always teams always pick up a fairly bad injury and Fletcher Fletcher's scored what about three career goals yeah 
Um, 7 million for Fletcher, 15 million for Rasson Belonga. They already got Rudy just dead and Patrick Bamford. And uh, Braithwaite, Mr. Sitter on Saturday as well. Yes, they signed Braithwaite. He's, he's, supposed, he's supposed to be really good, but where has he played? Johnny Absen. Bamford scores goals at this level, no? He has done. Yeah. And they've still got Gaston Ramirez? Um, he was nowhere near the squad I... yesterday. No, I, well, Rudy, Rudy Gestead is quite good at this level. Mm. It's, I don't think he fits into the top of football Gary Monk wants to play, but I mean, he ended, Wait, he ended the game with five strikers on the pitch yesterday. You wonder whether um, people are maybe giving Monk some undue credit that wasn't how much of it was his work at Leeds, who knows? Well, yeah, there's, there's quite a big theory that Pep Clotet, the assistant manager, was the man behind most of it, and he's now Oxford boss. Who started with a win, so you know, based on I, one week's worth of games. <laughs> Point proven. Adam, Adam, I think you've just hit the nail on the head. I think Gary Monk is. Um, he had that great season with Leeds. Not knocking him for that at all. Could have been but more. I mean, I, I don't know if you agree, Ross, but he, he made mistakes, didn't he, when he was in charge of Leeds, and um, yeah, maybe he's he's. You know, a little bit overblown. Do you know what I mean? Maybe he's he's not such a great manager after all. We, we do sound like better Leeds fans at this point, but yeah, I mean, seventh with Leeds, fair enough. Kept Swansea up and didn't really do particularly well with them in the second year, so we'll, we'll see. Um, who else came down? Hull came down, didn't they? I think Hull will do all right. Mm. Um, I like. Um, I think they've got a good boss in um, Slutsky. Mm. Um, they did let Gabby Bonnehor score against them. <laughs> and if you look at their their starting line, it was a decent outfit. Good, there's some good players that like Grisicki, Hernandez, a very good keeper, um, McGregor. Yeah, McGregor. Uh, you know, an experienced backline. They could be, uh, they could be up there. Yeah. They could be just the boring team that wins most weeks and just can't really get get away from the top of the table. Yeah. That could, that could end up being Villa, though, couldn't it? Oh God. I watched some of this game. I couldn't watch too much of it. Did right. you see who came off the bench in the last minute? <laughs> Chris Samba. Christopher Samba. And where did he go? Right up top. Christopher Samba and John Terry. <laughs> and Alan Ali, You do want them at opposite ends of the pitch, though, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> They've also signed Glenn Whelan. They, I don't know what they're doing. I don't know what Steve Bruce, what um, version of FM he's buying players from, but it's not it's like, the most it's... recent one. It's like they're buying players just to get promoted this season. Yeah, absolutely no forward plan. And this. if they don't, they're completely fucked again. Yeah, because they've got massive wages in some of those players. I'd assume John Terry's not but, playing for cheap, is he? But that depends I, how long. But how long are their contracts, though? If Samba's on a one-year contract, what does that matter? Well, Samba was there for most of last season, but couldn't get a contract, and then suddenly he got one during the summer and started playing. The point is they're spending a lot of money this season to try and get up, and if they don't... Yeah, that doesn't work normally very well. Yeah. Is Ross McCormack still at Villa? Uh, yeah, but they want rid of him. Um, has, has he lowered his fence? <laughs> <laughs> well, he wasn't in the squad yesterday, so maybe not. Oh, right, OK. He's trapped. Rest. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Sheffield United came up. And they got a win straight off the bat. Billy Sharp, of course. The only man that scored goals for them. They beat Brentford, who were going great guns last season. So that's a good win for Sheffield United. I like looking at Sheffield United. Yeah. Mm. They'll be fine, won't they? I think think they'll be more than fine. 
I think they'll be pushing oh. playoffs. I want to disagree with you because I hate Sheffield United, but they've got a goal oh, yeah, right. Billy Sharp. Billy Sharp will score 20 goals in the league. Yeah. And I think they'll be quite an organised team. They've they've taken them a while to get out of the, go League One, and I think they'll go on with the momentum, especially after starting well. Because that Brentford's not a bad side. No, they're not. And to keep a clean sheet. And I think if they have a good start, I think they could do stuff this season. This season. Yeah. Brent. Brentford missed some real guilt-ed chances. Yeah, yeah, some real big ones. Um, but I, I like. I think Sheffield United will be fine. They'll be. They might mount a playoff push. Yeah, you got a good manager in Chris Wilder. He's, he's yeah. got a proven record, isn't he? Um, Cardiff played Burton and absolutely battered them. Seventeen shots to three, uh, but won one nil. Um, under Neil Warnock, of course. Still Cardiff. Um, can we see them pulling up any trees this year? And what do we make of Burton? Are they going to survive? Burton will go down. Yeah. Burton. Yeah. Burton, league, two season, right? league two side. Look at most of their players who are playing League One or League Two. Yeah, yeah they've got Luke Varney. Come on now. They've also got Marvin Swordell. <laughs> Starting. And Stephen Warnock. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Um, and Neil Warnock's Cardiff mid table. I'll, I'll report back on them. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm going up there. Oh, yeah, you're going to watch them, aren't you? For the. Uh, for the League Cup first round. Nice. The, the Carabao Cup. The fucking mixer. Oh, yeah, the Carabao. So yeah, well, well, the Sahori, he's the one yeah. that scores all their goals and there's rumours of him moving onwards and upwards. <laughs> Keep him and then they might surprise yeah. one or two. Yeah. Uh, Bolton also came up. They played Leeds today. They put up a good fight. Lost 3-2. Two goals with Calvin Phillips and one for my man Chris Wood. Uh, Gary Medine scored and Adam LaFondra penalty with the goals for Bolton. Leaves look good going forward. They look incredibly shaky at the back and ended the game with two centre, two defenders and two midfielders in the back four. So that's a that's a worry going forward. But Chris Wood's still not very good though, is he, Colin? No, terrible. <laughs> um, I'm going to have to change things now, aren't I? Because, oh. uh, I, you know, I, uh, I'm much, much berated because I called him a whopper. Hmm. Um you know, the thing is, I, well, I, I don't really want to give him kudos because, <laughs> well, I don't. But the thing is, he's actually looking leaner, sharper and fitter than he was last season. I don't know what you think, Ross, but he actually looked a bit mean up front. Yeah. And I was like thinking, oh, bloody hell, he could be even better than last year. Um. So, hey, I'm not going to I'm not going to. I'm not gonna, you know, bad mouth him, but I'm not going to say anything positive about him either because I just want him to keep going because I think I think my berating him pushes him on further. Um, Fair enough. But, keep uh, him off. He, he looks like a, he, he he looked good. He looked very good and he looked very fit today. He's got 42 goals in uh, 82 league games for Leeds United. That's, that's not bad. It's pretty good. Um, he's, he's quickly closing in on Becky O's. <laughs> Total for elite strikers. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think Bolton will be alright as well. Yeah, they look they look decent. Yeah. They've got a very physical way of playing, but it, I, it gets resolved. I like their I like their attacking players. Yeah, Fondras always scores goals. And what scene of Adam Armstrong when he plays, he looks lively. Yeah, they've got um, Aaron Wilbraham as well, who's a, a big lump to knock the ball forward to. Same as Gary Medine. Yeah, they've got they've got likeful replacements in Armstrong and Lafondra and Medine and Wilbraham. They've got four good 
championship strikers there, really. Uh, Josh Fellows looks I... decent in midfield, but he got suffered quite a bad injury late on today, so we'll see if he's uh, mm. fit. I'm I'm interested. I mean, obviously, Ross and I are Leeds United fans. I'm interested in what the other guys think of uh, Leeds United's prospects, because obviously you guys, you know, you, you know you're impartial. So. What, what, what do you think for Leeds United this season? I think there's too many other better teams, unfortunately. I think the, the, there's three sides that will be better than you. Um, it's all about it's all about the defence, though, isn't it, really? Because you know Chris Wood's going to score goals. It's just whether you can keep clean sheet. Yeah. Because you've yeah. got a couple of loan signings in defence, haven't you? you know yeah, Pennington, I thought, looked OK on his debut. And Pontus Janssen, the cult hero, who was suspended for today. Um, and... New keeper as well. I don't know if he's going to be any good yet. Yeah, I don't like him. I don't like the looks of him, personally. After one I thought game. he was all right. <laughs> After one game. I thought he was all right. <laughs> He looked a bit shaky. He didn't want to come off his line. He dropped a few balls. He flapped at a couple of crosses. Uh, should have done better with their first goal. When you got Rob Green, who was really good last year, um, I prefer him to be our keeper. But I don't know. Like Greg said, there's a lot of other teams. I think there are three better teams. But I think we can finish in the playoffs this year, and that's that's another step forward. Uh, bring along a few young players like Calvin Phillips. But isn't but isn't that the thing about the championship that the three best teams don't necessarily always go up, do they? No. You know, it's always surprises in there. You need a, you need a bit of luck, you know, no injuries, things like that. And, uh, I mean, hey, who'd have said that, oh, Brighton would be playing the Premier League? Do you know, well, do you know what I mean? Well, the two best teams go up because they finish first <laughs> and second. They get more points than anyone else. That's how, that's how the table works. Then you get into the I, I know, I know. I know, but there's with the championship. There's always, you know, the best team often gets beaten by the worst team, and it just makes no sense. So you think you're on a run, and all of a sudden, Burton Albion have beat you. Do you know what I mean? It, it, I mean, it's interesting, it's entertaining, but uh, yeah, okay. I mean, any anybody who puts a bet on who's going to win the or do well in the championship, it's crazy. <laughs> Uh, let's have a look at League One, gentlemen. I'm struggling to find it on the BBC website, so Greg, tell me what happened in the Pompey game. Can, can uh, I mate. just interrupt? Can I just interrupt, guys? If you want. League One, Portsmouth. League One. Yeah. Promotion winners. Oh, right. <laughs> no more League Two, so we have to give you guys kudos for that, don't we? Before Even I needed it. Five red cards in the opening weekend of League One. That's the yeah, two, two at Fratton Park. Park and two at um, yeah. Kings as well. Yeah, um, so yeah, a bit of an ill-tempered start to life in League One. But if you watch some of the red cards in, from League One, they're not. Um, no, one of them was brought down on at yeah. the halfway line uh, and was sent off for denying obvious goal-scoring opportunity. <laughs> um, um, so there, there was some quite funny uh, red cards in League One this week. Fair enough. Uh, what do you make to your chances then? You're, you're on the bookies, you're in the, the favourites of the league along with, I think... Yeah, uh, we have I been for the last six years. Just on the, that's just based on the size of the club. Um, I would take uh, top ten. Yeah, um, if, I'm, if, I'm, if I'm being honest. Yeah, uh, I mean, I was more confident a few weeks ago, by about a month or so ago. Right. Then we obviously lost 
Ender Stevens, who's probably the best left back in the league. Yeah. Uh, Michael Dawes has gone, who might have been slightly past it, but I think League never, Two is no, his level. never know. We've made made a few signings. One's got injured on debut, which isn't a good start. Nice. So we don't have a left back at the moment, and there's a couple of we've got a couple of problems in defence, which was our probably our strongest strongest area so far this season. I mean, we've got we've got pretty pretty solid defenders, but yeah. see Matt Clark, centre back, he's injured. The left back we got on loan from Huddersfield, injured on debut. So we've already had to shuffle it around a bit. So the first first few weeks could be a bit interesting. Yeah, I think you'll know a bit more about what um, whether we'll be up there or not because we go away to Oxford uh, next Saturday. It gets something there, and you think maybe this is a side that's got a bit about it. Yeah, that'd be a good uh, test. That's the a, re- a real promotion charge, and the thing is, we've got a goal scorer in Brett Pittman. Yeah. Um, any sign still, that has there's still work to be done. Depth. I think we yeah. don't have that much squad depth at the moment. I think there's should we do need another another central midfielder. Hmm. And I think it's one of those leagues where you're not sure. There's a couple of obvious teams you'd expect Wigan and Blackburn to be up there, but other than that, um, Blackburn found life quite hard, didn't they? I don't think they're. I, you this. get the, you do wonder where you, whether they'll find it that they might struggle a bit like what Portsmouth did in League Two or Villa did in the Championship last year. They're big fish, yeah. small ponds, and uh, te- the teams go up, set up for a point, and they find it difficult to break down. Yeah, he would pass. Um, but it'd be interesting. I'm not. It'll be an interesting league because there's a lot of sides there that could uh, muster some kind of promotion push. You know, Barry has spent a lot of money. You've got um, you expect Charlton and MK Dons to perform better than what they did last year. Fleetwood Fleet are a bit of a dark horse as well. Fleetwood look a good outfit. Uh, Bradford will be up there again. Yeah. Oxford uh, are a decent side, and you've got sides like Scunthorpe uh, and Bristol Rovers, who you never know might be able to uh, put a run together. So it'll yeah. be an interesting league to look at this year. There's a, a lot of different sides that can uh, that can make an impression on that on that league. Plymouth lost though, so. <laughs> I think they'll go down. I don't think they'll that. If Graham Carey gets injured, then they're done. <laughs> they ain't that good. How, how how happy? Sorry to interrupt, guys. How happy, Greg, Tom, are you that you're you're out of League Two? I'm. I can't, I didn't want to go to Newport again. <laughs> I I couldn't do it. I I went every year, um, and I couldn't bear standing in that uh, muddy field with temporary stands in it. I couldn't do it. Um, so, um, it's, it's, there's just some new te- different teams to play isn't it some bigger grounds yeah. less embarrassing football yeah um, and <laughs> and I think we'll, our football will be quite well suited to that league because teams won't come up and shut up shop at Fratton Park they'll have a go and that'll play into our hands um, so hopefully there'll be less nil-nils this season there we go uh, the only thing I know about League One is Jermaine Bedford plays for Berry and he scored on his debut and missed a penalty. Did he? Yeah. Oh, can't have everything. They missed. <laughs> they missed. Didn't they, Barry? Did they? Jesus. Um, League two. There's only really one. Shit ton of goals. <laughs> yeah, wasn't there? Most of them were at Luton, weren't they? Yeah. Eight two. That finished, I think, in the end. Eight two. Luton beat Yeovil Town. But yeah, goals everywhere else. Three three at Stevenage and Newport. Uh, Mansfield really early uh, pre-season favourites. How did they get on? They drew two all the way at Crew. Okay. Coventry, uh, I think, are too big for that league, and they've got a lot of good young talent there. 
Also Michael Doyle. Yeah. <laughs> um, Luton will walk that league this year. Yeah. They should have. The, all a lot of good sides. Portsmouth, Plymouth, and Doncaster were the three best sides in that league last year. They've all gone up. Um, and who else went up? I've forgotten. Blackpool, Blackpool, Blackpool ain't that good. Um, they'll go back down. Uh, so it, the door is wide open for Luton to walk that league. They should do, but they are serial ball jobs. They are the, the derby of League Two. <laughs> Luton should walk that league. Um, Having a uh, plus six goal difference after the first game should help. Yeah. And there'll they be other try... teams, similar teams from last year in, the, in about the playoffs will be up there. Stevenage and Exeter. Yeah. They'll be up there. Mansfield should be up there as well. Swindon. I think Swindon, they got a good, a really good away win at Carlisle yesterday. Yeah. I think Swindon will be there and thereabouts. I'm not entirely convinced about Coventry yet. Um, Lincoln uh, four favourites. I'm not too sure about that. Um, that'll be another interesting league because I'm, I'm looking at league and I can't see other than Luton anyone that I would put my house on. Fair enough, Tom. You're not a fan of uh, Forest Green, are you? <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why? What? What's this vegan thing about? <laughs> yeah. Imagine, imagine being an away fan, going to a ground where oh, I think I fancy a burger or a pie, and you have like a fucking avocado sandwich or whatever. <laughs> they Adam, your your fiance, she's a, a vegan, isn't she? Yes. What 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 are you, what are the options available to you? Um, does that does that limit events? you when you're eating out? It doesn't limit me. Well, no. <laughs> you should just shift away outside. <laughs> Is it, it, Can sure you have it, a pizza? <laughs> sure. You yeah, can. but you can't have any cheese on it. Oh, cheese! Oh dear. You can't have any cheese or chicken, so you're literally just having bread with tomato on it. Well, I was chicken your go-to option there. <laughs> chicken goes with everything, doesn't it? <laughs> True. Fair, yeah. All right. Uh, well, well, vegetable vegetable supreme. Vegetarian supreme. How about that? Still not got around that cheese issue, have you? Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm trying my best for pizza. Take it off. Vegetables are living things, aren't they? Oh, that's boring. There is vegan, <laughs> vegan cheese. I'm sure there is. There is. It's in my fridge. Because it tastes like shit, though. I'm not interested. Because there's a block of it that I look at, <laughs> at work and it looks like it's made of rubber. <laughs> uh, let's do some bits of bit, some gossip then, Buzz, before, before we finish, shall we? Um, tell me what you think to these ones. Barcelona are preparing to make a bid for England and Tottenham midfielder Deli Ali. Metro. <laughs> Sunday Express, but do we think there's any truth in that? No. no. Okay. Absolutely not. Ali Spurs teammate Eric Dyer has attracted interest from Bayern Munich and they could be no, stupid rumour. What dish rag? Daily is, this, is this a random rumour generator? <laughs> we need to just pick a player and then pick a team. Yeah, and put a monetary value and attach to it. Um, it goes but... back to what I said though, doesn't it? It's almost like their agents are telling you this because they're underpaid. Yeah, but to, yeah. Uh, that was from the Sun. This is from the Sunday Mirror. Uh, Arsenal, Liverpool, City and Barca want to sign Thomas Lamar. I think that's fair enough, isn't it? That's... Yeah, Arsenal need to get this sorted. They've been they've made free bids already. This is classic <laughs> Arsene Wenger. Yeah. Um, yeah, Everton want to sign Danny Welbeck if they can't get Giroud. Would you be happy with Welbeck, Adam? Uh, he, doesn't, he doesn't score enough goals, does he? No. He'll do all of Rooney's running, though. 
True. Well, Rooney'd be on the bench, wouldn't he? Everson, no. Everson also want to sign Thomas Van Marlen. <laughs> he hasn't not played it. a game in about two years, has he? How much room have you got <laughs> in that injury room? <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah, not a fan of that one. No. <laughs> uh, Real Madrid have assured winger Gareth Bale that his future of the, he is the future of the club. Um, which and a move at, that will at twenty-eight, yeah. And told Karim Benzema the opposite. <laughs> uh, Juventus manager Max Allegri has told Chelsea they have no chance of signing Alexandro. I'm not sure why. You can't, why... Out, can you, you can't. Yeah, one you can't roll anything out. And t- what? What's um? What's Marcus Alonso got to do? Well, yeah, he was really good last season. Yeah, and he's in my fantasy team. <laughs> the high. He's the highest, the, the most expensive defender on fantasy football this year. Getting off free kick, taking defenders. It's like Ian Hart all over again. Uh, Swansea must pay 13 million if they want to sign Wilfred Boney, apparently. Bargain. <laughs> That's a bargain. Everyone else yeah, is going 800 sure. million. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Dortmund manager Peter Boz says he's not worried about losing um, Osaman Dembele. I would be. Lie. Yeah, I'd be very worried about yeah. losing him. <laughs> He's probably not worried because he knows he's going to get a, a lot of money for him. Well, yeah, true. Rumours of 100 million for Barcelona. Uh, Newcastle are targeting Adrian, the West Ham goalkeeper. Apparently. Well, he's not cool. going to play at the heart, is he? Isn't anyone targeting Adrian doing. A, if you're in that sort of. That, that bottom eight thing and you haven't got the goalkeeper already. I think he's a good keeper, but don't yeah. Newcastle still have Tim Krull? Yeah, they do. Do they? Yeah. I'm sure he's still at Newcastle. Was he on loan last year in Holland? Wikipedia. <laughs> Which is odd. Why would you not have Tim Cool playing the championship unless he just refused to? Yeah, I suppose he's still there. Weird. Unless he's on his way out. Yeah. Uh, West Brom will not sell Nasir Chadley to Swansea despite strong interest, apparently. No one cares. Nah. Mm. He was very good for them last season. West Brom were also set to offer Gareth Bale a two-year deal to replace Darren Fletcher. Gareth Bale. Gareth Bale. Sorry, Gareth Barry. Sorry. Jesus. That would be a surprise. Bale and Fletcher are very different players. And to play, and to play. So imagine that that was right. Though. Just a two-year deal for you, Gareth. We've, we've signed <laughs> yeah. you, Gareth. We've signed you. We're going to play you defensive midfield. Yeah. Only two-year deal. We'd be thirty, brother. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Gareth Barry. Would you be seeing, uh, sad to see him go, Adam? No. 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 I, I wouldn't have been sad to see him go. For, four years ago <laughs> <laughs> uh, Switzerland defender Johan Juru's move to Sheffield Wednesday has collapsed apparently after he failed to pass a medical why oh. he him in the first place is beyond me how's that story I don't know <laughs> who's he even play for uh, I'll I tell you who he doesn't play for <laughs> Sheffield Wednesday <laughs> and that's it that's all the rumours um, we finish on that one come on you can end on end on a Failed Johan Jury transfer. Yeah, to the post club. It's a precursor for this. this, this season. I'm going to find and want to finish on best transfer. I'm, I'm loading up the I'm loading up the Metro website. Kylian Mbappe posted a I've tweet of him with Leroy Sane, leading to Man City fans going fucking mental. Does no one want to talk about Neymar? Everyone seems to be getting their knickers in a twist. We can talk about Neymar. He's now a PSG player for 200 million, was it, in the end, overall? Am I the only person who thinks that's good business? 
Well, they've already made most of it back, haven't they, through shirt sales and all that sort of stuff. Metro seem to think Danny Drinkwater's going to Chelsea. <laughs> I've heard that. I've heard that they're, uh, as usual, they're a week late. <laughs> yeah, that was on Sky Sports last weekend. <laughs> is, um... That's just quota filling, isn't it? Well, I, 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 I suppose the argument there is going along with what Colin's saying there is that name you some people you could argue maybe that Neymar's what the the third best player in the world by some arguments. He was the third best striker at Barcelona, in my opinion. Okay, but okay, let's let's carry on with this room that some people could argue that he was the third <laughs> best player in the world. And he's definitely in maybe that tier of... He certainly is that, yeah. The best. Three or four players below those other two. Yeah. And so, as Colin said, if you're paying... Oh, the rumours, the Coutinho rumours, the price, that obviously that price is going up and up now. But if you're paying 100 million for Coutinho or 150 million for euros for Mbappe, mm. is, is 220 million euros for Neymar that bad business? Not if you compare it to what they yeah what they're going to pay for Mbappe at 18 years old. That's yeah Neymar is and, le- and and let's not forget that Neymar's only 25. Yeah. So he's either going to play for you for a long time or you are going to sell him. Yeah, and make a if not all of it a huge chunk of that money back. <laughs> it it's quite galling to see that transfer fee. I think that's the what people are getting the next in the twist to quote Colin. Well, then don't don't worry about it because what actually happened was he's being paid to be, he's being paid 300 million euros to be an ambassador for the Qatar World Cup Mm -hmm. and he bought himself out of his contract and he signed for PSG on a free. Free transfer, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) The technicality, that's that's the, uh, when you boil it down, he's not a world record transfer. Don't worry about it. Would you rather have one Neymar or eight uh, Ian Acho's? Wow. Cost you the same amount of money. <laughs> put it that way. <laughs> Probably one Neymar, to be honest. I'll have one Neymar. Yeah. So. <laughs> Colin, you were going to... The thing is with Neymar as well, I mean, what what really annoys me is that, you know, and this is what non-football fans talk about, because, you know, the seat in the papers, oh, football's gone crazy and everything like that. The amount of people I speak to, the, the fee was uh, 198 million, let's call it 200 million pounds. Yeah. They're saying no footballer deserves two hundred million pounds. He's not getting two hundred million pounds. Um, right, Barcelona are getting two hundred million pounds. He's getting a lot. Getting right, in a week, isn't he? <laughs> but you know, at the end of the day, he's paying tax on everything he's getting and all this sort of well, stuff. Well, yeah, he's Barcelona, Colin. Well, yeah, okay. Ronaldo's been in court this week. <laughs> Not doing but there's a lot of people just thinking, oh, 200, 200 million pound figure, as if, if as if Neymar's getting 200 million quid in cash. He's not. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And, and I think, hey, if you want a great player, and Neymar's a great player, that's the that's the that's the fee. It's also not your money. Don't worry about it. Well, no, they're backed by the state of Qatar, aren't they? So they can spend yeah. whatever they want. It's, it's nothing to them. It's nothing to <laughs> them. So, it's not real money anyway, is it? So stop if you don't want if you don't want to if you don't want to subsidise Neymar, stop using gas. <laughs> Good luck with that. <laughs> Go and live feral. Let let me know how that's going on in December. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that pretty much rounds up the podcast. We should mention the the women's world, uh, the women's England team. They did pretty good, didn't they? They got slightly embarrassed. Did England proud, didn't they? 
they did in England. Getting knocked out of the semi-final. <laughs> did you see, I don't know if you would have seen this, it doesn't cause a massive stir, but um, Wayne Rooney tweeted, well done to the Lionesses, and then some female journalist said, oh, uh, what do you think, Wayne, should they be paid the same as the English players, uh, the, the, the men's team? It's not really the point, is it? How can they be paid the same? Exactly. There's no money in women's football. Exactly. She must have got when's... that response about 400 times. And it's probably got probably called everyone sexist. Yeah. But right. it's just the truth. Yeah. When you get billions of people watching it worldwide and Sky are paying multi-million pounds for it, yeah. then they can get paid the same. Exactly. This this was on Channel 4, the, BBC, the Women's World Cup. They're not paying. It was on ITV, actually. I watched it on Channel 4. Did you? Yeah. Yeah, it was Channel yeah. 4, wasn't it? Claire Balding and... Someone. <laughs> Jermaine but, Gina. But he... Yes, yes, he was there as well, wasn't he? Got he? Dumb, but got, here's the got interest... dumped by Sprinkler, didn't he? <laughs> I'll see that as well, funny. Yeah. Was Adam Virgo there? No, he's Channel 5's property. <laughs> uh-huh. they, they didn't get him out this, this Saturday night, though, did he? No, it's Colin Murray. Colin like, Murray. Hey. And Mickey Gray. Wow. Did everyone see that um, BT Sport? Oh, that I was the only one who watched it. BT Sport announced their big signing of the season. Who was it? It was Frank Lampard. <laughs> guess guess who they put him alongside in the broadcasting booth? Not Steven Gerrard. Of course it was yeah. Steven Gerrard. <laughs> they can't oh. pund it together, guys. <laughs> uh, brilliant. Right, well, we're but done. what I would say, go on, go on. Ross, before, just before you leave on the women... I think the viewing figures for the quarterfinal were about three and a half million. Yeah. And um, probably a lot more for the semi-final, but yeah, I don't think those not. figures have come out yet. Now, if you compare, like, you know... But if England were think, playing in a semi-final, the, court, the figures would be like 18 million. They, they would, but what... what? There's probably three and a half million people, more than we're watching it. Anyway. Yeah, I'm not well, saying that's not good. that rather than something else. So, I mean, I think that's a step in the right direction. I mean, mm-hmm. Emmerdale's shit, but, so that's why. <laughs> well, women's football is much derided, but I'm not being funny. If three and a half million people are watching that, then that's pretty impressive. It's, a step, it's a definitely a step forward, and it's um... yeah, and maybe to, to the um, that point, I don't know what happens with them. The, the nominal fees they get paid, like like the um, like Wayne Rooney does when he represents England, that's normally donated to charity. Maybe they should certainly be the same. Yeah. That's um, the the yeah. The, why does the FA have to be going around spend like throwing different amounts of money at different people? Yeah, exactly. You're playing. You're representing your country. That should they should be the same across the board. They've got plenty of money. The FA. Yeah. It's not like they're uh, cash poor. Anyway, let's let's end this week's podcast. We shall return next week with Premier League football, Adam. Exciting. We can't wait. Sort of. Almost. I'm not really excited. I'm not going (laughs) to lie. Who who do I have to kick off against? I should know the answer to that, shouldn't I? Let me tell you. Stoke City. Yeah, that was it. I knew. I knew I knew. That's why you don't know. Some actual bangers next weekend. Palace versus Huddersfield. Uh, West Brom versus Bournemouth. Man, Man, is it Brighton Man City or Man City Brighton? Uh, Man City at Brighton and Hove Albion, yeah, on the evening kickoff. That'll be a one-nil win for Brighton, won't it? Yeah, probably. Which, which games? Which game is the one that kicks us? The Premier League season starts on a Friday. Oh, it does. Arsenal versus Leicester. Yeah. Wow. What is that? And then your early Saturday game: Watford versus Liverpool. 
Who, who have uh, Huddersfield got, Ross? They've taken Crystal Palace, away at Palace. Mmm. Mm. Relegation six-pointer, straight away for me. Surely, surely, <laughs> the, I, I know it, I know it's done by a computer that does things completely at random. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. But... Sh- <laughs> I know. That's why the Manchester <laughs> derby and the Liverpool and the Merseyside derby are on the same weekend. Random. It's just coincidence. Coincidence. Yeah. It's um, not a random though, is it? <laughs> no, definitely. I think not. that's the point Adam's trying to make. Colin, <laughs> Colin doesn't oh, understand. Oh, Brian, I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you. <laughs> I'm just thinking that, like, surely your Huddersfield, you've just been promoted. They could g- give them like Man United first game. Yeah, I, at home. That's what. Home. Yeah, Man United or even away. Yeah. G- give them that. Give him that taste of the Premier League. Don't give him Crystal Palace. Travel to Sellers Park, where it's Man- yeah. get Man City rocking up with all their stars. Exactly, that's what you want, isn't it? Newcastle got Spurs at St James's Park. And even then, Newcastle a bit different. Give them Palace. Well, yeah, exactly. They're used to this. <laughs> well, they know what happens down there. So let's have. We're going to have some quick predictions then. Everton beating Stoke, Adam. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Colin, we are playing. Preston North End, our opening game of uh, season at Ellen Road. Who just beat Sheffield Wednesday? Yeah, cost me uh, money. Yeah, but we've got the we've got the uh, infamous Carabao Cup in between that, oh, so yeah. we've got Port Vale. Michael Brown's um, Port Vale. But, yeah, well, no one no one cares about the Carabao Cup. <laughs> nope. Um, I'm going for Leeds. Preston win. North End. Yeah, Leeds win there. And Portsmouth take on the might of Greg Thelmy. When's this? What? Saturday. Oxford. Away at Oxford. Oh, Oxford. Oxford away. Predictions, chaps? Nil nil. Nil nil answer. I'd be happy with a point. Yeah? Yeah. Fair enough. There we go. That's our uh, wins for Leeds, wins for Everton, and a draw for Pompey this weekend. We'll see how well we get on with that when we return next weekend. So until then, chaps, you can obviously find us on Man of the Post on Twitter, at Man of the Post. Uh, we have a poll running currently. If you want to go and uh, give your thoughts on that, we'll talk more about that next week when the poll ends. Um, we're all on Twitter. I'm Rossbow1984. Tom is... Uh, Alano11. Greg is... Greg Kitchen. Colin is... Cass707. And Adam is... Adam SA101. And if you're listening, Phil, come at me. <laughs> you you know who you are. <laughs> You absolute mentalist. Um, so yeah, you can find us on the World Football Index. Head over there for countless podcasts. More than you can listen to, if I'm honest. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, subscribe to them anyway. And pick and choose the ones you want to listen to. Obviously us and the rest. Um, and yeah, until we're back next week, it's goodbye from me. It's goodbye from everyone else. Bye. Goodbye. And always remember to have your man on the post. <laughs>
Well, oh, you've taken morning. it further. This morning. Yeah. All right, I thought Ross had finished it. But no, I woke up and saw it this morning. No, I did like the irony of him calling us shit for brains. Though. <laughs> <laughs> well, what are you talking about? Do you think we're Sky Sports or he something? He thinks this is Does a service that we're, we're going to offer, yeah, and we want to find out what people will pay yeah. for it. Yeah, like, like we're maybe going to do it illegally. <laughs> or we're just massively... On stream website. Or we're massively bankrolled. <laughs> Have you seen? Have you seen what Liam Gallagher's just put on Twitter? Uh, Is it? Does no. it? Let me guess. Does it slag off? No. No, it slags off a, a race. He goes. Uh, you oh, better. No. Put, as, put, in a, as in a, puts, a competition or a race of people. No, race of people. He put. You better put your house up for sale. The Indians are coming, as you fucking were. Oh my god. And then someone's just replied, racist. <laughs> and then he's just replied to him, oh yeah, why is that then, dickhead? <laughs> Wow, cocaine's a hell of a drug. <laughs> and it lasts a long time. <laughs> yeah. That pulse had 777. But Ross, come on, come on. Pull your finger out, right? Pull your finger out, which is firmly stuck up your ass, yeah, right? Get, on with get it. all the football on telly. Yeah. <laughs> come on, why can't you do it? Get the EFL on telly, Ross. Come yeah, on, choppy choppy. Get, get on with it. To start with. Yeah. Of course, he's got a great point. Get all the games on, Ross. Yeah, every single game. <laughs> why, why, why are you just putting the 3 p.m. games on? He, did, he also asked me if, oh. if it's why is it only Come UK? On, why isn't it worldwide? <laughs> oh my god. Um, Serious head injury. Twitter's great, isn't it? Well, I, I, I could do a Google and find out who's in charge of the MLS. <laughs> I could get them. Probably Rupert Murdoch. Ring them up. <laughs> if we all take one each, we'll, we can we can make this work. <laughs> It'll be fine, yeah. And we'll just stream it from my mobile phone. <laughs> Through Periscope for £5.99 a month. It's <laughs> 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 a lot of premium Snapchat account. <laughs> <laughs> Coming to a TV near you, Phil. <laughs> 